Welcome back, y'all, to episode 116 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, informing as well as entertaining within a 15 to 20 minute window. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. All right, so I've been covering the breaking, or I wouldn't say breaking, but story of Liver King with the information coming out that he takes steroids as a result of no plates, or more plates, more dates. Um, it's been really interesting. I was like just keeping track of his his count on Instagram to see if it had any impact on his followers, looking at all the comments. You know, some people are calling him Gear King. Needle King, really playing on words with the King, saying that, um, you know, just really saying that they should get their money back on the supplements and kind of really articulating that they feel like this dude took advantage of them. And I really, you know, I keep talking about it, but it's like I really don't think it's going to impact his brand that much because at this point he's so well known and people are buying his supplements, I don't think it's really going to change. I don't think anyone's going to be like, well, I uh, didn't think he was not taking steroids. And it's like, the thing is, is he came out and he addressed it immediately. And I'm going to go ahead and pay play his response to kind of what happened. That I fucked up. I am as sorry as a man can be. And all I can do is take extreme ownership right now, be better, and lead myself to a better life as a better human. Again, thank you. Now, when you hear that response, it just doesn't seem like an accurate apology. Um, I really think, you know, liquor, it does, you know, Liver King may be a really good businessman. You may be really good at working out. You may be really good at all this stuff, but. I don't think he really realizes, <laughs> you know, you listen to that and you're like, he's just like saying that, you know, he always uses this word called subprimal, like being a subprimal man and all this stuff. But it's like clearly taking steroids to become more stronger and look better for online could be considered a subprimal. It's like, how can you articulate this message about the ancestral tenants, all this stuff, in my opinion, and then use steroids as a way to sell product. Now, I just have my, you know, and now I sit here and talk about it. The biggest issue is like, you know, apologies should be like, sorry, you know, I took, if I deluded you or lied to you or misinformed you on my message, you know, something where he's already addressing how he, or what he did. He's not even addressing it. Like still in this apology, He's not saying what he did wrong. He's just kind of saying something really broad, like, sorry, I messed up. I need to take extreme ownership and become a better version of myself. But you hear that, you're like, dude, like, you literally lied for so long. At this point, it's just entertaining because you watch it and you're like, you lied so much about this. So much about taking how you don't take steroids, how you're natural. How you would do blood work. I mean, this man is arguing with people online. Like, there was that one point on his Instagram account where he's literally... And you know it's him. 
going back and forth with people about how he's not taking steroids. And it comes out, and he was just emailing everybody, asking all steroid coaches to help him with his blood levels. Because, like, like, you know, at this point, you're like, wow. I mean, it's just entertaining to be like, okay, you know, I just... I don't really know what's going to happen, and I don't think he realizes everywhere he goes now, because he used to travel a lot and used to be a big part of what he did. Everyone's going to be calling him Gear King, Needle King, you know, Steroid King, because that's what he really is. He is the Steroid King now. You know, he's, he's by not intentionally branding himself, he has branded himself as that, and that's where we're going to see more of it. And it, it really, like, there's something about it that I just don't even know how to express it. And it's just so crazy. You know, I just, the story just, it kind of, it just, it is still absorbing my mind a little bit because I just, it's hard for me to process it. And I'm trying to move on from two stories that just keep popping back around, but it's this FTX thing. What did I tell you? Like, if if they can prove that Sam Bankman freed did not know that the company was going to go bankrupt or do everything he did as what Mel intent. He's going to be fine. And he has to keep saying that message. And you can tell that's the campaign he is going on right now. He's trying to clear his name so he doesn't have to go to jail. But it's like, it's like, again, you're telling me that you were this, like, this is the same stuff in my opinion. Okay. You look at how he's saying he didn't know what was going on. He didn't do a good job managing the finances. It's like, bro, like you created a crypto company and you're saying that you didn't look at the financial breakdown of how money was coming in, your your debits, your credits, your cash flow. Like you had no idea what was happening. It's like, when you look at it, you're like, how is that even possible? That's like the same thing of Liver King being like, oh, I didn't know. I'm not taking steroids, low-key taking steroids. And saying that it's a supplements, you know. So we're getting this like whole thing about it. And it's like really interesting to see from a legal standpoint if he can stay out of jail. That is like the real question right now. Can Sam Bakeman Freed stay out of jail? Because that's all he's doing right now with all this stuff. That he didn't know what was going on, but it's like, bro, you were spending money. You didn't. You spent one hundred thirty-five million dollars for the Miami Arena to put FTX on it, but you weren't thinking, hey, is this a good investment? You know, like there just got to be a little bit more ownership on that stuff sometimes. Like it makes no sense to me at all. Um, but it's like I was kind of so. Anyways, transitioning, I kind of have a story. That I don't know how really relevant it is. I kind of flashback on certain moments. Um, I went to my niece and nephew's Christmas program tonight. And they had acts of kindness. And it's really interesting how like a lot of people at this school or in college were getting like their checks. Like their school paid for. And having these random acts of kindness. And like you know sometimes you think about your random acts of kindness that you've done. And... You know, it's like if you were financially savvy, or no, sorry, financially successful enough to just pay for somebody's college, would you do it? Like, I would, but, like, I was thinking of it, and I had a thought, and I'm like, damn. Like, I had this moment, and this is a China story, when I was in China, 
And for whatever reason, while I was there, I changed multiple tires. Like, and like, it's like the Chinese people had no idea how to change tires. And I would do it so much. I would say I at least did it two to four times. I guess it's not a lot. I was there for 24 months. But like, I remember one time I was walking and the Chinese guy was like calling the mechanic, looking through the manual and he could not figure out how to change a tire. And in my mind, I was like, what? Like, there's nothing more simple than changing a tire. So I was like on the way to, it's going to sound pretty cliche, a ping pong tournament that essentially I won. It was awesome. And I took the tire out. I mean, I think I won or I got second. No, I think I won. It was with students. I'm sorry, but I took the tire out and I changed the tire for him. And it just really blew his mind. And it just like, you know, and I think too, growing up on a farm, like you kind of learn things, but that was a random act of kindness. And then I changed another guy's tire in the middle of a busy road. And I'm just like, yo, Peace Corps over here, just changing tires, helping these people with their automotives. But I know it's a random story, but it's like, I just, you know, if you do not know how to change your tire then you really got to think about that because I don't think there's anything more simple to do from a mechanic standpoint. But not saying I'm mechanically inclined. I did change out my gas line a while back, and I think I did a podcast on it. And that in itself was a whole thing. But, you know, I don't know. And then I let me... Hold on one second. Then we got Balenciaga with their ads, which... I don't even really know how to express this. Um, so Balenciaga came out with these ads, and it's of a child, and it's looking suggestive somewhat, like using children for ads, but, you know, it's it's considered to come out and really talk about, I think, child um, sexual abuse. Well, it got a lot of negativity and backlash for it. Uh, you know, and they changed it out and they created a new ad where they had a table. People were in office at Balenciaga and there was a note and one of the notes was like Epstein's notes for kids within it. And it's just really crazy because you're getting all these issues with Balenciaga, which is a famous fashion company, if you don't know. Um, and it's like a little bit freaky, but it, what's freaky on multiple levels is that. And, you know, people are trying to hold Kim Kardashian, you know, accountable being like, hey, why are you still backing them? Why are you still supporting them? Took her six days. So I guess what she did is she took the six days. She talked to the PR team. She talked to lawyers. She just really tried to understand what was going on, which... People kind of think of that negatively, but, you know, I think it's actually pretty smart for her to do that because nowadays people just cut you and run I mean, something happens. But, I mean, these campaigns, so Belinsky finally copes to mistaking it, and it was, you know, it was disturbing. It's really disturbing to see it. And it's, you know, if you look at it, it's like a bed. It's like a kid with red hair with, like, this weird teddy bear, and he's holding it, and you look at it, and you're like, why is this an ad? And there's all this stuff from Balenciaga. I mean, I guess people are talking about it. We're talking about now, which 
is the number one goal of marketing, but to have like some integrity and then to use the the Epstein thing as a part of the ad too is just really, really strange. But if you look at Balenciaga stuff, like I don't know anyone who buys it. Not that they don't, but they sell in Simpson t-shirts over here for $600. You know, you can get a Simpson hoodie for $950. They have like the Balenciaga name with like a 3D leaf like Adidas and they're trying to charge $1,400 for a hoodie. I mean, I'm sure if you're making tons of money, like if you're making thirty grand a month, like you'd buy it and not think anything of it. But dang, bro, like these things don't even look that Oh, They got these baggy jeans. I guess those are in style and they're charging like 1300 for these Balenciaga shoes that look like they're just from the future like I don't really understand what the point of that is but so you know those are some of the things that went on right now in the news not that this is necessarily like a news podcast but I'll tell you one thing like finding things to talk about consistently is a little bit tricky more tricky than what I thought it would be I think getting into, you know, 116 episode of this podcast and you kind of go through these points where you're like, what am I going to talk about today? Who am I going to bring on the show? Um, And go from there. But I think if you have a few picks, I did watch Tulsa King um, on the other day. That's a pretty good, I got to say Stallone does a good job. At first I was a little bit leery of it, but I think like the character, the thing about the story is it's getting back to the basics of character development. Who this guy is. Who is he talking to? You know, allowing writing. It's like so much so... Like, you know, if you look at this show on Netflix called... What is the show with the plane? I mean, you look at the show Manifest and you know that show is not going anywhere. That is just a spin-off of Lost. And it's like the writing just keeps writing in order to entertain. And there's no conclusions. And that's all writing really is sometimes. It's like you look at these shows like Westworld where you're like, what is going on? I mean, the writing got so out of hand on that day to stop the show. Like, people just quit watching, you know, and, you know, that's what's going to happen. So anyways, a little bit of a random show today. I'll, um, I'll look forward to tomorrow and we'll talk to you tomorrow.